I'm Bianca, and I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. I am Arnisha, Generation X. And I'm Micah, the Boomer. We, we are, are Day Talk. Talk. Four women, four generations, and four unique points of view. Hello to all our listeners. This is Dame Bianca, and today uh, we are going to be talking about mentorship in this episode. So I'm going to start with talking about my mentorship experience so far, because I probably have the least amount of experience among all of the dames. And um, so for me, mentors have been teachers and professors, bosses, and family and friends. I can also see as mentors in different ways, different, I look up to um, different people in my life as a mentor for, a, 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 you know, whether a personal life type mentor or a professional mentor. So, um, but I'm still pretty new to my professional career. So it's hard for me to fully envision what a long-term mentor might look like. So I have a lot of great questions um, for all our other dames and I'm excited for our conversation. Uh, so really quick, I would say that the few mentor mentorship experiences I've had have been through school or um, in my current position. So at school, I was a part of a tutoring and mentoring program for students, majority black and brown students in a subsidized housing development in Williamsburg, Virginia called Lafayette Kids. And um, a lot of what I was doing was tutoring and mentoring young, um, both high school and middle school students. So what I noticed from four years with that organization is a lot of times in my capacity as a mentor rather than a tutor would be a lot more casual. I would try it and make it a lot more casual. And as my goal was to be a mentor, a lot of what I did was asking them questions. And rather than just giving advice to high schoolers who don't really want to hear advice from a college student who's probably from a very different background and I'm not just going to spout like to a 14 year old like stay in school like everybody else does you know I would just ask a lot of questions and ask them to sort of think about what uh what they wanted and sort of just go deeply into whenever we were having conversations as a mentor I would try and just get them to think a little bit more deeply about themselves. So rather than the normal, you know, friend on friend conversation, it would be a very friend on just friendly conversation, but I would try and make the level a little deeper by just saying, well, what, what how does that factor into your life? And sort of, I don't know, just sort of do that with them. But that's a really specific experience with tutoring young people. So um, for me, mentors have been, um, as a in, in my slightly older than a high schooler life have been a professor that I really loved, um, who I really looked up to. Um, and she was really, really smart. She was really encouraging and she used her platform as a professor to rather than, you know, cut down people by giving them good grades versus bad grades. She would motivate, at least it really motivated me to both give me good feedback, but always give me the feedback 
extensive feedback on things like papers and the way I was doing things in my academic career. And she would never be like, this is what I, this is definitely what I think you should do. You have to do things this way. She'd be like, just think about this way. Let me give you as much feedback as I have. This is all of my knowledge. Do whatever you want with it and see if you like it. And if not, fine, because you're your own person. But here's all the feedback that I have about this issue. So that's what I really liked about that professor. Um, if she ever listens to this, her name is Melanie Dawson and she's amazing. Um, but, and I think the only other mentor I would say right now is I have this incredible boss that I feel, or it's not really a boss, it's kind of more of a supervisor, but he's been offering me uh, to go on, you know, to go to meetings with him that I don't necessarily have to go to. That's not within my capacity as a volunteer coordinator because that's what my main job is but he had a meeting with the entire Massachusetts wildlife fire community and I'm in I'm in a fire management office and he was like you know would you be interested in go, going to this meeting and just being offered to go to that meeting with him was so meaningful to me because I learned so much from everyone that was talking I didn't I barely said a word because I didn't know basically anything but I met the state botanist of Massachusetts and the state fire manager of Massachusetts and you know, the manager of Camp Edwards, which is a military beast. So I got all of these perspectives from all these different um, people just from attending this meeting. So just, just that, just him offering to do that and to him telling me that in the future, he's like, if you're interested in this, I'll let you jump in on this other conference and I'll let you jump in on this, this, and this. So he's just really, opening up opportunities for me and and already i've only known him for about a month and a half but i already see him as a mentor so i'd say that's my experience with mentorship and um but i would really love to hear from you guys um our nisha i know is a uh, mentor in many capacities but i know that you have a mentorship program through your church i believe is that right um, I don't know if, if that's correct or not, but also for young people. And I guess the, just the questions I have for Arnisha and for everyone are um, just what, from both sides, when you've been a mentee and when you've been a mentor, what are, um, what are what's some advice that you would give to those who are looking to become a mentor, but also um, those who are looking to gain a mentor in their, in their different capacities. So whoever wants to jump in first, Danes, go ahead. I'd love to, I, I, I'm going, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I think you're the only one who jumped in so far. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I, I, I love to mentor. And I think I've said it 5,000 times on our different episodes. Um, it's just, I'm some, it's something I'm very passionate about. I love mentoring um, young girls, like middle school, high school, young professionals. I'll mentor guys as well if they're, you know, if, if they're interested, because to me, it's just really about helping someone else on their growth journey. It really is. So and it, some of them can be long-term or it could just be a one instance, a one instance thing. I mean, for someone who is interested in mentoring someone else, um, I just think it's very, it, it, it's important to understand what the person wants right? Because it's not your journey. It's the other person's journey. So it's important. I think you mentioned that um, your professor asked a lot and just shared what she knew and said, you take, you know, take it and do it whatever. I, that's a big way of the way I mentor. And I, it's also important to me to help put people in 
in your life that can help you on your journey. So if you think you want to be a chef today, then okay, let me think, who in my network can I connect that person with so they can at least learn more about being a chef? You know, I can't help you with that, but I can connect you with, with people, you know, with, with people who can. But, you know, again, it's really, it's not about your journey, regardless of what you've done. It really is about what the other person um, is interested in and what they, what they know and how you can help them get to where they, um, where they, where they want to get. Uh, in terms of being mentoring, most of my mentors, I've had mentors primarily professionally, but even um, in starting the, uh, the mentoring ship program that we have at, at my church, there's a woman I went to because she's been running formalized mentorship programs for years. You know, she's on the board of another one that's in, um, in, in our area. So just in terms of training mentors, um, in terms of different things you can do with the mentees. So I've used her as a resource for that as well, just to give me some guidance. How do I do this? You've done it. You've done extremely well. You know, my heart's in the right place, but I want it to be something that really is making a difference and contributing to um, these, these young girls and their growth and their development. So my, uh, most of my bosses, I must say, they, I never formally asked any of them to be my mentors. I, I right. never did, but I've used each and every one of them, the ones that I, I think I would, I would say I have like three, three of them that I go back to and seek guidance and, um, and, 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 and counseling for just throughout different, for different things throughout my career. And they are always just amazing and give me, you know, give me great advice. So it's not like a, it's long-term and that it's been years of turning to them and asking for guidance, but it's not even a month to month thing. You know, I might check in with them every three months. Hey, how are you? How's everything going? But when I need them to give me advice and guidance, they always, always chime in. And it wasn't anything that was ever formalized, but the fact that they're always there for me when I need them, to me means that they've said, okay, I'm okay with mentoring Arnisha. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with doing that. So I don't know. I said a lot. Did I answer your questions? Yeah, I think so. But I, I knowing, hearing that you have had three mentors, I am interested in hearing what were some of the qualities, if you can think of any in those three mentors that you have that, um, say someone were looking to be a better mentor, say someone's listening to this podcast and has, you know, people that they want to be a mentor to, what were some qualities that made you comfortable to feel like they were your mentor? Not, you know, obviously you didn't go to any of them, like you said, and say like, will you be my mentor? But what, what sort of made it feel like they were mentors to you? What did they do that, um, that made it feel like they were helping you in that way? You know, it's, it's, it's funny. There are a few things that I look for, and honestly, it's kind of similar to what you were saying about your professor and your, your current boss. Um, one thing is that I, I need to speak with, I need mentors that are open to what is important to me and what I'm trying to do. Um, professionally or whatever I'm trying, if I, I mentioned I have a mentor for, um, for the mentorship program we have at my church, it's important to me to have someone that I can speak with about my, um, my vision, what I'm thinking, and that someone evaluates what I'm talking about from my perspective. Um, and all of my mentors are, you know, they, they do that. And if they've chosen a different path, they tell me their path. And then they, as, a, as an option, right? As an option, but not anything where it's, um, 
where they're saying, do this, do that. It's never, it's never that. So they're very open. Um, and they aren't judgmental at all. The other thing that's been great about all of my mentors is that they have helped open doors for me. And when I'm saying open doors, I'm not saying get a job. I'm saying that if I say, well, what about this? They'll connect me to someone where they could, someone that might be able to give me some more advice, some more guidance um, in, 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 in that area, which has been phenomenal just in terms of my, in terms of my path. So it's the openness, it's their connections and willingness to help me along my, along my journey. Um, and the only other thing that I would add uh, in terms of being a, a, a good mentor is just also just getting to know the person that you're talking to, you know, and make sure that you have a good understanding of who they are um, and what types of things make, would, would make sense for them. Because it's not about you as the mentor. It really is about the mentee and helping the mentee along, along the way. So all of my mentors have been great with that. Um, even with the, um, our girls mentorship program, the woman that mentors me for mine, she's run several of them and she always comes back to me and says, how do you see this happening? What do you want to do with the girls? What do you want them to walk away with? What do you, so she's always asking me, what are my objectives? What are your goals? She's not saying you should do this, you should do that. Despite the fact that she's run several programs, she wants it to be true to what we want our program to be. And she, again, is, a, is just an amazing resource for, you know, for us to help us accomplish those goals. So those, those are the things. Hopefully, did I answer your question? Definitely. And I think overall, I feel like I would summarize what you're talking about. I really like it. And I think it just sounds like people that try and have a lot of empathy and look for, look at your path um, or whoever they're trying to mentor their path from their perspective, if I'm understanding you correctly. Yeah. And I really liked that you said that they are looking to open doors for you. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, what so I find interesting between what both of you have said is that you don't have a formal mentor relationship. Your relationships are definitely in, both of you have informal mentor relationships, but you consider them your mentor either in hindsight or it could be while you're in the process. What I find interesting about that is that I was, I mentioned I was reading an article from Real Simple. They said 63% of women do not have mentors. Hmm. Yet, Anyone who has a mentor are five, are five times more likely to get promoted. Wow. So I am wondering if men have formal relationships, mentor relationships that they acknowledge and that they're very upfront around, I want you to mentor me because I am trying to get here. And then that person helps them because they're probably more senior and you know have more experience, et cetera. And I'm wondering if, if you have that formalness around it, does that make a difference versus having an informal relationship where you're benefiting from it, but that person doesn't necessarily feel on the hook to help you get somewhere? Yeah. I wonder if that's because of the, the long history that men have in business and in sort of working situations. Because I will say the the mentor boss that I'm talking about now I think I consider him to be such a good mentor and it might be because he, I already have heard about who he considers to be his mentor. Like I've known this guy for a month and a half, as I said, and he has already talked to me about this professor that he has that he's now great friends with. And he, he 
nominally names him as his mentor. He says, this man was a, a great mentor to me. And I've already met him. I met him at that meeting that I was talking about, this person who was a mentor to him. So that's a really interesting point is this sort of nominal, it's okay to say like, you're my mentor. I want to be where you are. Show me how to get there. I think that's- like How comfortable would you feel saying that to your supervisor? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> and I think I, that might be a woman versus a man thing, right? right. Like well, you should feel comfortable saying, you know what? I admire a lot of the things that you're doing. And I really feel like you can help me. I, I can benefit, continue to benefit because he's already doing it. So then right. all of a sudden, I think it could put your relationship in a different light for him. Like he right. sees something in you, obviously, or he wouldn't be inviting you to these things. Right. But if you say to him, actually, can we kind of make this a little bit more formal? And can I ask you to be my mentor? How the dynamics may change even from just doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I fall into the camp too, that I think the, the people that I think of as, as mentors, um, or I have previously thought of as mentors, um, was definitely have always been informal. Um, or have been, uh, so Micah, you've always been one of my mentors since, since I've known you. Um, and I think for me, the mentors that I've had, it's not necessarily, I think I'm thinking a lot of things now, but as I think about if I would make them formal or not, I, I don't think I've ever actually sought out a mentor to help me get somewhere specific where I'm going. It's more a, I'm looking for a, someone who can help me just kind of deal with or manage or learn, navigate the kind of intricacies of like the workplace, like dealing with maybe difficult people or dealing with difficult issues or having somebody who can be kind of my coach, I think in a way. So more of kind of that coaching relationship versus you know, I don't know that I've ever gone into it thinking, oh, I want to be in this specific place. How do I get there? Help me, you know, figure out how I get there. And I think that's partially just personally me. I'm always bouncing around and like, where do I actually <laughs> want to go? What is that path? But, um, but I think the other part of it too, is just like thinking of more of like that, like a, like a coaching relationship. I think that's but that's a good question. Point. That's like, that's a good point though, of like, would I, if I actually could pinpoint somebody who, you know, I wanted to be where they are, you know, in five, 10 years, whatever, um, would I feel comfortable actually asking for that formal mentorship? Yeah, I wonder, that makes me think that there's probably a couple different types of mentors, you know, like um, with my professor, I kind of think of her as a, a mentor in a very specific part of my life because she you know, really is focused on academics and knew a lot about the academic field because that's where she stayed. So she was a very academic mentor to me. But um, I, I think that some, I think to make a long-term impact, I, it would need to be a mentor that I felt like I could, you know, at any point in my life, no matter where I am in my career, go back to and say, hey, it's, I know it's been, you know, six months since I've talked to you, but I'm in this place and I wanted to ask your advice. You know, I, I think that that's a really powerful type of mentor, but they might not be the mentor that you ask, you know, I want to be, here's exactly where I want to be in five years. Tell me how to get there. So I feel like that's, there's gotta be a couple different types. I don't know if you guys have experienced that at all. 
Yeah, I think you're spot on with that. Like there are, and there's also seasonal, right? There's, you need mentors or coaches because I think they can be interchangeable for different parts of your life or different times in your life. So, you know, when you're looking for a job, your mentor might help you and from a different perspective than when you're in a job trying to climb the ladder, the mentor will help you in different ways. So you're right about how you having different mentors. And then you can also have, and we have to, and we've talked about this before in other episodes, your mentor could be younger than you, right? Because they just have an expertise and experience that you don't have. And you should, you should very much feel like saying, hey, I mean, you know, Bianca, you are my tutor, but in a sense, if you, if I hadn't been officially paying you, you would have been like a mentor to me, helping me with technology, right? right. So, and I had no shame in saying, I don't know this, and I need you to help me, because you knew it. So, I think we need to think about that as well, um, from a generational standpoint, and how that, that happens, you know, and how we look at mentors, it's just not, they don't have to be somebody that's older than you, or you feel like has more experience than you. you right, know? I mean, I think mentoring is based on knowledge, right, so wherever the knowledge lies is where you go to look for it, so, you know, we, um, one of the, one of the, um, things that's really important for our mentorship program is, that we expose the girls to a lot of different things because we think either one they will be they will have to do something later on in life where they might like etiquette right so knowing when you go down when you go out to eat making sure you know how to use the correct use your silverware properly use thing you know know where everything actually goes and when you should use which which fork or which glass or you know we do that and we expose them to a lot of things um a big part of it to us is just imparting as much knowledge as we possibly can um, without boring them to death and without it feeling like school, you know, um, mm. giving them as much knowledge as we possibly can, just thinking long term, like, okay, she might only be 10 now, but before she knows that she's going to be 19 years old, you know, and she heard what she's exposed to is going to be completely different. If we can do things now with her that help to prepare her for where she's going later on, um, let's 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 do that so for us we've just been very very focused on that knowledge piece like what things do we need to pour into them at this age that's going to help them as they as they grow so i'm saying that because you said um it's not an age thing it's not an age thing you know it really is it, it's about where does the knowledge exist if i really wanted to do tiktok videos trust me i would not go to any of my mentors <laughs> that i have now i'd probably be texting bianca bianca what do i need to do <laughs> you know people that's where the knowledge is i'd be asking and i would text me to do that year olds. <laughs> I would text them and be like, look, I know how to watch the videos. I don't know how to make them. <laughs> but that's, I think that, I think that's important when you're looking for a mentor, you go where the knowledge is, right? That's where you go after people who know what you want to accomplish. Um, and that way you at least are in the right direction. That's a really good point. It's interesting to think about um, how you have sort of a structured program that you create for that's building knowledge for a certain age group. Have you guys ever experienced more structured mentorship programs in your professional life? And um, and if so, what have how have they been successful or not? I'm curious to hear about that. Um, I have because I've worked for. Um a couple organizations that believe in, in implementing formal 
mentorship programs and they will match you based on um, either interests or, or where you are in your career or even, you know, trying to, I, I think of one organization where they're trying to um, build their people of color pipeline and they recognized that they needed to um, connect them with more senior level um, managers that generally tended to be white men and have those white men take ownership of that person's career and feel like they had a skin in the game on their success. So mm -hmm. those I've, I've um, worked with those types of mentorship programs and it's a little hard because when you have someone who is more senior than you and you don't have, you, you look for that point of connection where you can relate to each other and feel comfortable with each other. So sometimes it takes a little bit longer to get there than if it was somebody you feel this instant connection to. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like it opened the eyes of generally that senior level white manager to understand where you're where you were coming from and how why you were struggling and how you were struggling if you could have that dialogue with them um and then there's mentorship programs where i was the mentor and it was more formal where there's there's a lot of organizations that do mentor programs and you you, you know either organizations join them or you can join them as an individual and mm -hmm. the last program that i was in it was um a woman who just she, she, I don't think she really knew what she wanted to do. It was like she kind of signed up for it. So it was a, a little bit of a challenge because I would try to, you know, coach her based on what her goals were. But I think at the end of the day, she was just like, mm, I'm kind of like trying to ride this out, you know. Um, but we established a good camaraderie, you know, but I don't know that I could say that I significantly helped her in her career. Um, right. We just established a good dialogue and, and, and you know, but. So I think it's hard when you join a program and you're starting to establish a relationship from scratch versus organically where you realize, oh, you know what, I have a lot in common or I, I really like the, what, how this person thinks and then it, it, it goes from there. So, um, but there is a place for formal mentorships, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like to me that there is sort of a different place for formal mentorship versus informal or or just organic like you said um i've worked i've been at places where i think there was kind of early talk of should we do this should we establish kind of formal mentorship programs but i haven't uh i don't think i've actually been anywhere yet where there's actually been like a, a fully up and running kind of formal mental mentorship program but it's certainly something that if there's ever a survey that goes around to staff on like who would be interested in this <laughs> i always raise my hand um because i think i think it would it would for me it would be great i think you know looking back um i think both at my professional and academic career so far i think there have been times where you know i think oh that would have been great if i had like really built that relationship with that person and like really you know learn from them but i didn't either at the time now it's been too late you know all those all those things so i think for me as i'm i'm still kind of learning um i think both how to how to ask for help um but then also just how to just you know build more formal relationships um and so like i would love for an organization or you know a place of work to have you know that kind of formal formal program in place so that you can actually 
have some guidance on how to build those those relationships, especially as you're you know starting out in a in a career. Yeah, and, and really for those to work, you do have to have guidelines and boundaries, or you have to have structure, because mm-hmm. if you're starting a mentorship pro, mentor mentoring relationship with someone you have you don't really know that well you need something to kind of kick you off and start you you know and usually that's where hr comes in and that's a function within hr if you're in an organization and they help with that that's you know so i think if and then because you got to build trust with that person and so i think having those guidelines and boundaries helps when you do a formal program yeah and bianca i would say do you talk to your professor still? I I have been talking to her over the summer, yes. I haven't reached out to her in a while. Okay, stay connected with her. You just never know. I should, you're right, I should. Um, yeah, I always, the, actually, that's a really good point that you made earlier. I Now I'm like thinking about what, if our relationship would have changed at all for me to you know, say out loud, I see you as a mentor. And if, if like her perspective would have changed it all, because in my mind, she, I was like, she probably knows that I see her as a mentor because she was my professor. I signed up for like, I think I took four different classes with her over college. And I, she was my um, thesis advisor and my academic advisor. So I think she had an idea that I (laughs) saw her as someone important, but I, I think that that's a really good point is, maybe if someone had come to me and said, I see you as a mentor, I think I would reach out to them more um, and, and try harder. And, you know, if I was, wow, okay, this person sees me as a mentor, maybe I'll work even harder and like look at different ways I can help them. So I think that's some really good advice to think about is saying that, you know, telling someone they are a mentor. Um, I guess the, the last thing um i have to ask you guys that we maybe can end on is do you have any particular experiences as a mentee or as a mentor that taught you a lot or that sticks that stick out to you like anyone that you've sort of that's come in that you've become really good friends with even if micah and molly want to talk about their experience becoming dame talk uh podcasters together you could do that i don't know just something fun to end the episode on that, that, um, sort of inspires you to continue being a mentor or continue looking for mentors, anything you can think of. I'll I'll jump in. I have a, um, a mentee that is, oh my goodness. She knew that she wanted to go into product development for a while. She knew she wanted to go into product development. So when um, I was working at Carol's Daughter, um, I was able to bring her in as an intern and she was an intern in my on my team, but she also got a chance to work with the founder, Lisa Price, who was, you know, Lisa started making her products in her kitchen. So she just, it just gave her an opportunity to get to get some exposure there. Um, and she did her internship. She did really well. And then I think she landed a job in product development at Estee Lauder Companies. Um, and I'm, I'm super proud of her because if you look at product development, product development tends to, in beauty, is very female, but it's also very white female. And this is an African-American young woman. Um, and she broke into product development at Estee Lauder Companies. Um, and she has been at maybe 
two or three other com um, companies since then. She called me. She's like, I got an offer at a company in California. What do you think? I'm like, go for it. You know, she lives in, she's on the, she's in New York. I'm like, go for it. You're young. You don't have any obligations. You go out there, you see how it goes. And if you don't like it, you can always come home. Like home doesn't go anywhere, but go for it. You know, it's a great, a great opportunity. So she yeah. was in California, I think maybe for five or six years, worked with like two or three different companies there and just landed a huge job, like running product development for, um, I think, is it Glossier? It wow. might be Glossier. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I am just so, so proud of her, so proud of her because I remember her graduating and trying to get into product development and trying to figure out how do I do it, you know, and just being able to help open doors for her or introduce her to different people. And it, it's just so fulfilling when you um, can look at somebody's career path and go, you know what, they've done an awesome job. I'm just happy I was able to, to help them you know, along their journey. So she is doing extremely, extremely well. And I'm just so, so proud of her because she just wouldn't let anything stop her. She knew that's what she wanted and she kept going for it. And she's in an industry, like I said, that is pretty, is, is very female. So that's a great thing, but it's really white female. So for her to have made the um, inroads and to just have the success that she's seen is just, sure, it's, honestly, it's amazing. So I'm just super, super proud of her. That's so cool. I bet your encouragement meant a lot too, because I feel like that's one thing that really helps me whenever someone, I see someone as a mentor, if they give me any encouragement at all, it's like, I'm over the moon. I'm like, wow, they think I'm doing well. <laughs> like, go for it. Go for it. You know, yes. it's like, but um, we just heard from Roz, nothing ventured, nothing gained. I grew up hearing that. My mother always told me that. You got to go for it you have to, you know, otherwise you regret that you didn't. So yeah, I'm just very, very proud of her. I can at least speak a little bit to Molly and I's relationship. Um, because I just remember many uh, days where she would be in my office and, you know, there was craziness all around us and we were kind of like an anchor for each other. Like, okay, we're, I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. It is crazy. Like, like around us. So and just having those conversations and just having her be able to come into my office and just kind of be very like open. And she trusted that she knew it wasn't going to go anywhere else. She could say what she needed to say. And I could just like talk her off the ledge and, you know, send her back. <laughs> That's exactly out what I was the... thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and to me, it was just, it just built our relationship and the trust that we had in each other because I was definitely very honest with her about what I was seeing, what I was hearing, because I didn't want her to think that she was, you know, going through this alone. So it became very important for me to also share with her my experience and how I was feeling about the, what was going on around us. And, and then, you know, when we, when I did decide to do Dame Talk and it was, you know, Arnisha and I talking about it and we were thinking about a millennial and I'm like, I think I have the perfect person. So, you know, and it's just gone from there. Yeah, I'd echo that. I think that, um, uh, I think it's so, at least for myself, I can say that I have always, I have frequently found myself um, thinking that, oh, when I'm, when, you know, when I'm, when I was younger, when I was in high school, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, when I'm out of high school, like, X, Y, Z will all make sense. Oh, when I'm, when I'm out of college, you know, I see that person, like they've got it all figured out. Great. It's going to be, you know, once I get there. And then 
I think having, building a relationship with Micah and having her as that mentor. And like, that's a really great way of saying it, like really an anchor, <laughs> like really reassuring. It was also hearing from her experiences on that she was also going through like, you know, things that were not ideal and things that were a little crazy. And like hearing that to also helped me realize that like, oh, this is not like, this is just a, this is just a thing that we all go through. And like, we all, nobody has like just cruising along perfectly, um, you know, either in life or, you know, in the professional world, like there's always going to be challenges. And so I think hearing about those challenges too, um, you know, from her to me was like, was really reassuring to just, um, to just, yeah, feel like I, I wasn't alone and that it was something that was totally normal. That like, it's normal to have things that are stressful. It's normal to have, you know, maybe bosses that you don't get along with or organizational restructuring that's causing stress or, you know, whatever it might be. And so, um, so yeah, it, it was, uh, and yes, and being talked off the ledge a few times uh, in the office, I will always remember, <laughs> remember that. I think uh, Micah's mentorship has made me a more patient person which is very good for me. <laughs> I have, uh, at least in the past, tended to be a little impulsive. Um, so that has been, it was, uh, it was invaluable at the time when we were working together and it's something that I continue to, to hold on to, so. Okay. You know, I, I'm just going to add on, about, on Micah because I would have to say that Micah has been my unemployment mentor like she unemployment and and networking mentor you know I, really and so when you're saying that you know when you were saying those things i'm thinking I'm like yeah she mike is awesome at that you know she's great at talking you off of the ledge when you're like oh my gosh when is this gonna end you know um but she she's she's really really good at that and then just again just the the knowledge of saying okay well maybe you could look at this or what about that have you looked at i mean from a networking perspective i think we've said it before she's like a master at it but just she definitely has 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 mentored me in in um, networking and also throughout the unemployment um, process just in how to manage different things how to deal with different things how to um, think about things differently be open to more things right because you get so focused on what you want to what you want to do that another opportunity could easily just um, get by you so yeah I just you know I'll add on to what um, to what you were saying Molly and that yeah Micah has definitely mentored me as well I would say especially over the past couple of years um, and helping with networking and just through the whole unemployment process so Yay, Micah. Micah is the ideal mentor and everyone should reach out to her. <laughs> All our listeners, if you can get a hold of Micah, <laughs> you will be the perfect mentor. I'll just tell you how I don't have it figured out. That's for sure. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. I'm going to, um, I guess, wrap up the episode with just some things that I heard from everybody um, in case anyone just wants a recap of that. So what I heard from all of the dames is that to look for someone, um, when, when being a mentor and when looking for a mentor, think about um, being someone or looking for people who can look at your path and see things from your perspective, like Arnisha said, and they make you feel like they know, the, they know you and understand you. Um, that does sound really important. And then um, that they open doors from you for you. I like that as well. Um, and then camaraderie, um, understanding and hearing about and understanding your challenges and talking about their own challenges, like with 
what Micah just said. Um, and then I just, it seems like someone that helps you be a better you and teaches, teaches you something you know you want to do better. Um, so I think those are all the lessons that I've personally learned from you guys <laughs> in this episode. So thanks a lot, everyone. And I think this was great. Thank you for listening to today's Dame Talk episode. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. That's dametalk and the number four at gmail.com. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dame Talk Podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough.